here. It sounds like this. Doom. Okay, you know why? Because my headphones not plugged in. There we go. It's been a long time. Though. And this is why we come early to do rehearsals. Yeah, well, had you been early, I was. Then you would have had your headset plugged in like mine was. I should have had that plugged in. I love that I'm the one who got here late, but I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Yeah, you're ready to go. <laughs> you get like a on the exam. I get like five percent. It was clearly my wife's water bottle because <laughs> I grabbed the wrong one. Of course, Fast and Furious, huh? Fast and Furious, baby. Fast and Furious. Fast and, like, you gotta do what you gotta do. All right, so put on the poll question, please. Did we start the clock, by the way? Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> I was Rehearsal! Counting. I was counting. We do it for a reason. Well, well we mean? don't do it. No, we don't. But there are reasons we should. <laughs> All right, uh, so put on, the, put on the poll question. More satisfying, PZ being wrong or Eagle being an athlete? What? Th- 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 well, the second, one's, the second one's never happened. Also, the, the first, first one's never happened. happened. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eagle. <laughs> All right, welcome to Call on the Audible. It is the Fall Cup edition. It is the uh, uh, winter. Well, usually this is September, October, and part of November, but we're a little bit early this year. August, September, October. It's so weird, Are we man. into November as well? Is this going four months here? I think it's going into November, Eagle, question so mark. We're, we're we are, our playoffs will end up in mid-November, yes. Yeah. So we're going from shorts and t-shirts. Ideally not outside, right? The, no. Uh, we don't know yet. Maybe, oh probably not, but maybe. This so, is the worst year. Yeah. So I have this huge. I had this huge issue today. It's it's probably the biggest issue facing the world. Uh, I bought um, a green canvas belt, so that in so, you know you got to match your leathers. You got to match your leathers, right? Match your medals, match your leathers. Yes. So I got a belt to match when I'm wearing uh, this watch, which has a, a military canvas band as well. So I got it. And then I got it on Amazon. I was like, I'm not going to spend a ton because it's a canvas belt. Who cares? Like, it's just canvas, right? Canvas mm-hmm. is not an expensive material. I've said a lot. I've said that word a lot in a short period of time. In the last canvas. Yeah. But so I now realize why some belts are more expensive than others as um, this belt is now locked into position. And I need to, to slide it down every time I needed to use the facilities today. You, you, you can't take off your belt. I can't take off my belt. I'm going to have to cut it off when I get home. I'm going to have to cut it off when I get home. Can you show it to us, please? By cut it literally it has okay. one purpose that it's not accomplishing. Well, it's holding up my pants. Yeah, but it's and permanently. It's, and, yes, permanently. <laughs> and it is matching my watch pad. Okay, so two purposes. Yeah. It's semi Also, my shoes. My shoes also match as well. Can we see the package? I Not on this show. It's a family show. Yeah. No, the package it came from in yes, Amazon. Exactly. So you can send it back. Just the box. Just the box. <laughs> I'll the ask. Box. I'll ask my wife to send the picture. All right. So, calling you Audible Fall Cup. Who are we? Because Eagle, everyone <laughs> doesn't necessarily watch this. Hello to people for the first time. Eagle in the nest. That's Alex Dakla, who is the producer of the show. PZ to my immediate right, or a little bit further out. Than social, social, socially distant, socially responsible. Exactly. And I'm replacing Simon Dagenet in this uh, spot. Simon usually does fall. Yeah. I usually don't. And uh, for those who don't know, Simon was. Uh, he was promoted slash demoted to my boss slash assistant. Yeah, can you put his face up for those who've never seen Simone Dagenet from us? Uh, I'm pretty sure I have one. Hold on, let me grab uh, it. There's some good ones at Simone Dagenet. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I have some them. There's some classic ones. Okay, so calling the Audible uh, Fall Cup. We're going to cover all three tiers plus the co-ed division as well all throughout the course of this. In fact, we'll experience three different seasons of summer, fall, and winter in all in How's one this season. this one, by the way? Oh, that's a great one, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my that's God. my favorite Simo picture. Was it, is that the one where you said score chicks? And no, that's a different one. Well, I mean, that's his Facebook profile, though. Oh, Suit up, oh, score Simo. chicks, be awesome. There are nights where you need to be confident, and on the first night of calling the audible this Thursday night of all Thursday nights, Simo, 
You got to be confident. Like, did he? Do you think he was inspired by like Tom Cruise and Top Gun to get those aviator sunglasses? Well, I got a pair of aviators because no, so of Tom I. Cruise. I, mean, I mean, everyone's got aviators because it's 2020. Yeah, I, know, I mean, everyone knows me when I play. I wear like you know, like the the tights and everything for all these to have the white ones. I was inspired from this picture. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's amazing true. picture, man. That's about like 220 that time. Uh, 210. Seriously? Yeah. I am 200 pounds now. That's great. Yeah, I saw you look slim and trim. We were talking yeah. about that yesterday. It's the first time since I'm 25 years old. That's great. No, that's good, man. It's good to be healthy, man. It's good to be healthy. Okay, so we're going to recover all the divisions and uh, give you a recap of what we saw. Uh, we'll preview all three tiers plus the co-ed league as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first couple of weeks, if not four or five weeks, we'll do more of the conversing. Then eventually after the midway points, whenever that might be, mm-hmm. we'll have on guests. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, the, the, look, we, we know the men's division – well, because it's a long-established division. Absolutely. We are learning more and more about co-ed each season. The women's division, of course, was challenging last season because it was the first season, and a lot of teams came in with history that we weren't aware of. Uh, but to help us this season, especially with co-ed, Alexis was going to join us sometimes on the show. He's writing an article this season along with uh, Iggy Manzanero. Manzanero. Eagle Ignacio production. Ignacio Valdez Manzanero. Thank you. Is it Manzanero or Manzanero? Um, IVM. IVM, Ignacio baby. Valdez Manzanedo, actually. Manzanedo, that's what I So in the proper pronunciation, please. Thank you, Eagle. Um, Thank you, Moshan. IVM is what we call him. By the way, uh, someone's asking, where's your mask? Oh, yes. I, I'm waiting for the The correct answer is we're in, a, we're in a controlled environment. <laughs> yeah, but Mo doesn't understand radio. <laughs> To be fair, this is the video component. Are you, are you gonna try and put it over your headphones? Yeah, of course. You're All right, snap can you hear your me now? There we go. Okay, <laughs> I, we do have masks here. We do. Uh, but before, let's just start quickly here with um, a quick COVID nineteen update. Uh, first week in the books, and uh, we're very proud, very happy uh, that thankfully we didn't have any issues at all. That we know. And uh, a big thank you to the staff members, the referees, and the, and the most important, the players for uh, for being understanding of the whole situation. Of course, it is definitely a new world. And uh, everyone was very cool about it, understanding the times. And the one thing I'll just want to bring out to everybody to attention to is this. Um, whenever your time is, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, if you play 8.15, please show up at 8.15, not 7.45. Mm-hmm. You know, we're trying to keep the body count to a minimal uh, when it comes to presence. Perhaps the body count is not the terminology know, you want I to know, go with. The presence of humans. There we go. Of body count counts. of bodies. <laughs> But, but the thing is, living guys, bodies. Uh, one thing that we must uh, emphasize, though, is the phone number, which Eagle, uh, we've been trying to promote nonstop as you try to get the phone number out, as you're not prepared to know what the phone number is. All I know is 833. Yes, 833, toll free, by the way, yes. 507 2310. Uh, that's 833 507 2310. Text your roster, text your name of your team, and text the field you're on, and we will get it and give it to the scorekeeper. Yeah, so we'll have it up on the screen, though. But that's the one thing we want to bring up to everyone out there is to make sure you text your roster. We, did, we had a bit of an issue in, in uh, the outdoor games yesterday. Some teams forgot to do it. It takes all of five minutes, guys. I have my confirmation. My problem was I wrote CDN instead of CND. It's a little bit different, Canadian to college ND. So, but, it, uh, I'm not sure. It, I don't know if I typed it wrong. Likely yes, but it also might have been autocorrect. Autocorrect. So be, be careful. Be careful. Yeah. You autocorrect. Uh, quickly, guys. Any uh, pointers you want to bring up with the COVID uh, world that we're in with uh, protocols we have? Um, nope. Just a general thank you to everyone. We know it's a little bit different than usual, but yeah, this first week was very good. I like the Gators, by the way. If you haven't picked yours up yet, yep. definitely go grab one from the field. Every team gets one per player. I wore one to work because it matched my belt. 
that so you couldn't take off. That I could, I can't. So I'll off. have to wear that gator forever. Your gator's on your ma- mouth for life. Uh, Peas, anything you want to bring up quickly with COVID? Well, very quickly. I just want to say thank you to all the members returning and trusting us to uh, handle this appropriately. Um, we had a lot of conversations throughout the, the COVID, uh, during the quarantine period, uh, about our return. We took it very seriously. We talked a lot about, you know, you notice the, the rules are somewhat different in terms of, uh, people only being able to play on one team, uh, with regards to, uh, the testing at the fields, protocols, and, and what's going to happen, uh, should, there be an outbreak at FPF and so on and so forth. We, t- we took a lot of time and care. Uh, and if anyone has any questions, you can always reach out to us. I always absolutely. say it. Or feedback, actually, if they're like, hey, you can do this better. Or, I absolutely. Like or- absolutely. Look, we, we, I always say, I never pretend to be the smartest guy in the room. Uh, so, you know, if you guys have ideas that are better than what we have, absolutely send them our way. We're, we're all ears. Um, you know, FPF's, FPF is an important community to us. It's more than just... Uh, the company more than just the, the 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 game on the field. It's it's an amazing organization where I've met so many people, an amazing community where I've met so many people, and I'm uh, truly proud of it. So honestly, if uh, there's any way we can improve, please let us know. You're not going to see us as much in the field, except for Mo, who's yeah, Mo. Yeah. By the way, honestly, and like I got it. Hats off to you, Mo. I I know I love breaking your balls and I love <laughs> making funny, but you're doing an important job and you're doing a job yeah, that it, that is uh, terrifying for a lot of people to be on the front lines, and so it's. Uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea it was a frontline job. I thought it was director of health well, I mean, relations here. At you are though. You're you're literally <laughs> seeing every single player as they come onto the field. Anthony Fauci. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. We're, we're neck and that's neck it. here, boys. You should ask for a pay raise. I should. Eh? We got to get Fauci in white spandex. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will say, Mo probably pulls it off better than Fauci. Perhaps. Uh, but I just want to remind everybody, like guys, uh, I will be doing your temperatures uh, before you play your game, so it is important to come see me before your game. Otherwise, you won't be allowed to step foot onto your field yet until you come see me for your game. All right, so let's talk about games the week that was. Um, Pease, there was a lot of games from Tier 1, 2, and 3. I saw a few games. I know Eagles saw one or two. I know you saw a couple here and there. Yeah, well, again, so we're not seeing as many because we're not at the field as much. That so, being said, Ignacio is scorekeeping on correct. every field this year, so he's going to see a lot of games. So prepare I, for articles to be good. I also I also write I also uh, write out write the captains when I see sort of things I have questions about. Um, you know, when I see different guys on a roster, especially for a couple of weeks, like, hey, is this permanent? Is this guy just a sub? That kind of stuff. So yeah. uh, also, if you have input about your game, the thing with us working for the media is we love talking FPF. So definitely reach out. Tell us about what happened in your yeah, game. Absolutely. If you want to cry and complain, patch and art, uh, feel free to do that. Uh, otherwise, uh, if you want to just talk about, you know, the other team, how great they were, how terrible they were, how good you guys were. Always reach out, talk to us, because it helps us have better coverage. Of so the let's talk about this then, in general, for the tiers that we have. One, two, and three. We'll break it down. Uh, Wait, uh, tiers in FPF uh, or on Patch Nerd's face? Uh, well, there's a few things. There's a few things going on there. But, <laughs> but I will say this, though. Um, yes, we've been off. I mean, look, no one's played any sports for the last four or five months, give or take. Uh, do we suspect, gentlemen, that we might have the, you know, how we've seen with the NHL, with the NBA, even European soccer, where it might take a game or two for teams to really find their groove as they did five months ago when we were playing back in February, March? Um, in a game that featured myself and Frank K, I will tell you the argument between rest and rust 
Rust is a problem. <laughs> it definitely um, superseded you, rust. you can tell yeah. this week who actually got together preseason yeah. and took reps and who just showed up. Like, it's very obvious for the first time in a while. Because normally, the season's rule, right? We finish winter, we start spring. We start finish spring, we start fall. We finish fall, we start winter. Yeah. So there's always sports. And you miss, like, a month, maybe? And even before, a, we, a had month, fall, maybe? before we had the fall season, kind of everyone would book sort of, like, warm-up games. Almost every team did. Absolutely. Uh, but since the fall season... It, it, there hasn't been most most players, especially quarterbacks, play pretty much every season. And you saw you saw this week that it was a bit sloppier than we've been used yeah. to seeing. And even in a while. teams that would not play, let's say spring, but only come back for fall or not play fall and play winter, you'd be doing maybe outdoor leagues, right? Maybe some touch leagues that you're doing provincially or something. Right. None of that either. So literally, everyone's coming off to a heavy amount of rust, a lack of exercise. Yeah. I mean, gyms were closed for most people, so. It uh, for some people it was a struggle. Let's put it that way. Yes, no question about that. Though, so let's talk about tier one and then and breaking it down. Uh, eight teams in tier one this year. We have two from the same family of, of teams. Or the Braves have uh, Braves green, Braves black. Please, I ask you. I do like that. That's cool. That's a very unique situation. Uh, Please, I ask you: Is there a team outside of the Braves mm-hmm. uh, club over there who can perhaps give them a good run for their money in the tier one uh, section? Um. Look, I'm always going to throw my hat in with Dan Lazera. Uh, conse- consequence. I mean, you got to get behind this team I, look, in I, name I've, alone. I've been behind this team. They actually wanted me to fund the team budget. I said no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so wait, they troll you with their name and you have to pay for it? They, they wanted, like, the, the story was, I won't say who it was, came up to me the other night and said, look, man, we want to have your face on the shirts for next season. We'll take the headshot that you have from your FPF uh, page, and we need you to fund it. I said, no, I'm not going to fund anything. Um, I will partially fund the jerseys if I get to choose the picture of Mo. How about that? Right now, Lazara's like, me, bro. How about this? Oh, so it was Lazara. No. (laughs) How about this, Mo? We choose a team that we disagree upon making uh, the top bracket in Tier 1. Okay? Okay. We bet whether or not they're going to make the next bracket. And then if I if um if I win the bet, you have to partially fund it and I choose the picture. If oh, you no, win no, I'm not doing this bet. No. You, you come on. No, come I'm on. not doing this bet. I'm not putting my you picture scared? on No, I'm not scared. I'm not putting my face Listen, on. Listen, someone's gonna go to church. Nah man, you know, like they have consequences, they want controversy. Anyway, I'm not doing this bet. Okay, no. Eagle, how about this? Uh we choose a team we disagree upon. Making the next the, the high bracket for tier one. Either way, one of us is choosing a picture of Mo, but the loser pays for pays uh, the contribution. I don't want to pay for it. All right, I'm trying, we'll, guys. We'll, we'll figure I'm it out off air. We'll figure yeah, it out. we'll do something. We'll do we'll something. Do something. We'll try. We'll it could have been a thirty dollar donation, Eagle. It didn't have to be a ton. I mean, you could be like the Dirty Birds and just do it yourselves. And the Darren and Bath Magana fan club, those are awesome jerseys. Those were so awesome jerseys. Just yeah. do it without Mo's permission. You don't need uh, any stuff. I could care less. Anyway, I didn't know until like a week before. I'm like, oh, look at that consequence is back. So that's very nice of them. Okay, so you have consequence being the team that perhaps give uh, the. Braves green team a good run for the money. I saw them yeah. play though, and uh, look, I know the Zara and the guys have played in the outdoor league before in the last few weeks prior to the season. They they have a good team, and I think Lazara has a chip on his shoulder because like he didn't play last winter or this past winter season, and he's come up short though, guys. I mean, call it for what it is, he's come up short the last couple of seasons with a premier team or teams he's played with in years past, and now he's got himself a pretty solid stacked team here from AJ Gomez. 
Uh, to Isaiah Lard, Paul Pierce is middleman. Robbie Robinson, if he plays, I don't think Rob Robinson's on this roster. No, I don't though. think so. That's, that's no, he's with Sweat and Beers. No, yeah, yeah Sweat and Beers. That's what I thought. And Anthony Van Dram, if he does play for them, it's a pretty solid team piece. When you look at yeah. the roster from top to bottom, the thing is, is that you're you're at a level in the highest division where you're splitting hairs, and um, like everyone playing in this tier is good, right? There's no bad teams here. These are all the t- the best talents in FPF. Um, and Dan Lazaro just hit sort of bad luck where his stock was rising at the time the Braves arrived into FPF. And the Braves took, remember, we all said, like, come on, like this team from Terrebonne is going to really come and do damage in FPF. And hats off, they've they've become the best team in FPF. And with depth, they have two teams. I, I, and yeah, good enough to, to fund two teams. You know what I mean? Like that's that's pretty that's pretty out there. So I just think it's it's sort of the timing hasn't been on Dan's side. I don't think... He's played particularly poorly in any in any like games where they've lost in the playoffs or championships. It's just it's hard to win at this level. Period. But you know what? I remember that game that he had against the Braves in the finals, right? The first one, Div Two. First one, yeah. And he got, it wasn't his best game. No, he got but torched. He got but torched. That said, I thought I think the Braves were a much better team that season than Dan Lazard. It was Braves were a Division One team yeah. playing in 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 Division. Two, right, and and you know Lazarus' team was was a Division Two team. Hey, look, they'll play each other uh, at the end four, of August yeah. uh, in uh, Laval, which is going to be a huge showdown, perhaps for first place, and uh, and that would give you an easier course uh, towards a bowl game final in that regard. But I look at AJ Gomes and what he can do for this team. And I know there's that highlight we posted up on the FPF IG page on the stories where he did a stop and go, and Lazarus put it up there, and he made a one-handed grab in the end zone. Uh, look, I think he's probably one of the best receivers in this division. Mm-hmm. I don't know who can keep up with him or can try to contain him. I'm not too sure. But I think he and Lazar can go off for some huge fantasy football points if you have them in your fantasy football team this year. Well, and that's the thing The thing that Dan Lazar does best is uh, put the ball in the position where only his players can get it. He's very, very uh, safe with the ball, and his accuracy and ball location really helps with that. And what that'll result in when you have such talented receivers is basically what we're about to see. (laughs) For those not watching and listening to the show, it's Dan Lazare completing a pass to the back of the end zone for a touchdown. I mean, look, the ball might have been a little high for AJ. But that's the spot. Like, that's the spot where it's not defendable, right? Like, I don't know what down this is, but if that's first or second down, go ahead, put the ball there, and only your guys make that play. Yeah, and and look, it was a great great read by Lazare to see it and, and get the ball to... AJ before the safety came over at the top for help, but but I look at this situation where a team like the KGP champs, I mean this is a new territory for them. They have moved up in the ranks of playing in tier one. They had a big win for themselves. Just KGP now, sorry, just KGP, no champs. Yeah, whatever. I call them champs because they're champs in my books. But this is a team that look talent wise may not be as of equal of of the Brace teams or consequence or controversy. What do they call it again? Controversy. Controversy. Whatever. Consequence. But. Or but, consequence, sorry, remember the controversy was the old. But name. If there's one thing you have to for them, though, uh, piece uh, for uh, KGP is that they have that long-term rapport with the core of this team playing probably now, I think, for the last three years together, which I think could be a difference maker for them in this division. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and the thing is, uh, remember uh, a couple seasons ago where we proclaimed Phil Cutler dead. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, we done that. Like he's yeah, he's back we, from that. Yeah, like he's full. He's all the way back, right? Like, he's like, like Freddy Krueger. We're done. We're done yeah, questioning yeah, him, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, 
Eagle, did you ever play the Nintendo uh, game of Friday the 13th where you had to run around collecting coffees to stay awake, otherwise you'd fall asleep and have to fight the not. body that parts? That actually sounds awesome. Yeah, it was, it was an LGM game, so it wasn't. But the co- conceptually, it was awesome. It was just horribly carried out. You have to fight his severed body part. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> I loved it anyway. Uh, that being said, this roster, I mean, they got a lot of speed. They have some size, right? Like, Cutler has a lot of weapons on this well, roster. Julian Paymall is going to be a difference maker for them, right? Oh, yeah. Paymall is sort of the – I know because of the cap situation with, in, in Tier 1, but you're weakening a Braves roster that is a difference with him playing defense. I love that That if, like, you know, um, legit stud rushers, Julian Paymall is not there, they can just, you know, fall back on Gabe D'Amico or John Laristas or Quasi Gordon-Mall. They basically took all the rushers. <laughs> it's they, strategy. They've, uh, they've monopolized the rushing uh, line of work here where you have to go through them for the best rushers out And there. And by the way, the, 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 having Sebastian Simo on this team is, is kind of huge as well. Yeah, I wonder, Not a name uh, you think of all the time right. at FPF, but he's just a stud defender. I just wonder if he's going to be permanent, though, because he, he had come. I'm not too sure what one for one. Is, but look, they're 1-0 with him. And if Joe Hoppenmeyer does play, that's another big target for Phil Color to have on his roster. I, I like him a lot. I think he can do a lot. And Gabe D'Amico Mazza did not play either. And he's there. Actually, when you think about it, though, guys, he's their normal rusher, their original rusher on this roster. So, yeah, if they want to change or rotate and have a NASCAR package out there. If you, and, and I've always said, like, um, teams. And it looks like Paymal is rushing, clearly. Yeah, yeah, but teams that, I mean, if he's on your team, you're going to use him as a rusher, oh, right? No question. But that said, like, I, I've often said that, I find it surprising teams don't really use change of pace a lot when it comes to rushes because you get guys and they come with different angles, different sure. speeds. You know, it could throw off the timing of quarterbacks, and that's a, that's a weapon. Why not? Why not throw that at a quarterback if if things aren't working your way in the game? I, I think this this division though, Peas and Eagle. I think this will have a couple of up, upsets. I think so as well. I, I'm not saying like oh, uh, you know, the cons being the Braves. I'm talking about a team that we don't expect, like whether it is a KGP. Or even uh, Urshan Smedzik, man, Medic can do it as Urshan well. Urshan Smedzik, like obviously reaching a touch to be at this level, but like every time we see, uh, every time we see them play, they get better and better. Justin Dupree just becomes a better and better quarterback. Right. All their whole cast has the talent. It's just the div- the higher division experience they were lacking. Like no one, no one, no one doubts their athleticism, right? Like right. they're one of the most athletic teams in FPF period. Of course. Um. So now they're just getting that experience at the higher division. So, is there a team that you think can really fall flat on their faces in this division, though? Um, sweat and beers is. Gonna I mean, be with sweat and beers, you don't expect to be the top. You expect them to be in the lower end of this bracket. Uh, BYOB only putting up eighteen points in the first game. That's a team where I, I kind of had high hopes, just seeing how well Matt Renee's played recently. Um, yeah. To see them only put up eighteen, you know, if they're gonna, if they're not gonna be able to score. I think they're a team that's gonna. They need offense. They're not a team that's gonna hold a team to, to under thirty points very often. So right, right. they're gonna need to score. So in that specific case, I think it's a team that can quote unquote fall on their face because we had such high expectations, and it might not be sort of the best version of this team. They might be missing one piece. Excuse, uh, pop up the uh, the uh, the roster for um, BYOB, please. Yes, if you don't mind. Thank you. So if you look at the roster, I mean, again, same thing, right? They had that long-term connection of Laurent Foucault, uh, Viancourt, Matt Rene, Matthew Lepage, who I think is another receiver to look at. Steven Osmond's been there for a while. But you know what, Pete? The one thing I question about this team's DNA is that... DNA? um, Yeah, DNA. So, like, if you took 
all of them, mix them together in a swirly, and one of them produced the baby, who would it be? Oh, that's a great question. Put it on the poll, please. Thank you, Eagle. That's uh, actually a good poll question. If you do want one, I think that's the best one. Please. I mean, we, we might get censored by the suits <laughs> in uh, RDP, but we'll see. Simo? Simo's in RDP? Oh, I never know. Simo's everywhere. He's got his castle up in uh, the hills, right? But that's anyway, true. I don't know if they had that moment of brilliance in them to, to get themselves that defining play to change the game's outlook in their favor. I don't know if they have that. I think their defense is a little bit slow, maybe one step behind the pace. But their mm. offense, though, look. But that's what I'm saying. They, they need to score, right? They have to score, So right? my point is, if, they, if, they're not, if their offense isn't going to get the – and like we said, yeah. it's the first week. Teams are rusty. We've, we saw it all over the place. Um, but if, if that's what their offense is going to look like, they're not a team that's going to eke out a win by scoring three or four touchdowns and, and just rely on the defense. It's not the way this team is built. Their next three games are KGP, uh, Brave Noir, which arguably is the weaker Brave team. Yeah, but well, anyway, whatever. And then Sweat and Beer. So you can see them squeezing out two out of the three games. You need to go two and one. The weaker yeah. Braves team is like saying the taller Daquila brother. I mean. <laughs> but look, if they can go two and one, be, be 500. After four games, I think that sh- could be enough to get themselves promoted to the uh, higher division. Uh, break down the tier one playoffs is what exactly, Eagle, so, we, so people know. Because people get confused by this sometimes. So the way it's working is that we're going to play the four, first four games yes. and do the little mini, call it round robin style. And then at that point, we're going to divide it into two tiers. So the upper tier is going to be the best four t- records. And the bottom tier is going to be the bottom four records. And again, you do a little round robin inside that grouping. And then you end, to, uh, you end up in a bracket bowl type of system at that point so there's a whole graphic on the uh, on the like help page I guess you can call it for the fall cup season we'll right. talk about that more closer to like playoffs Absolutely. time and bracket time but yeah that's the general idea so you ideally you want to do well in your first four games because you want to be able to be eligible to win it all essentially if you end up in the second tier I don't think you can get all the way to like the, the top final I think you get the second rank finals um, so less cash and less pride but um, I mean even then your record carries over so if you bomb your first four games then your next four games you win all of them you still end up being 500 right so that's also not great in the end of the day it's unique it's fascinating this division I can't wait to see it unfold Mm -hmm. as we move along tier two though and this is where the uh, spicy discussion has been uh, erupted with our boy IVM Ignacio Valdez how do you say his last name again go ahead try I can't Manzanedo I was going to say uh, that Marvel call, uh, character, Magneto. Yes. So we'll call him Magneto. Iggy Magneto, baby. Iggy Magneto. Iggy, Iggy, Iggy Magnets. Magneto. Iggy Magnets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this, this is the division that caught my attention. I know that the number of teams, quantity-wise, is huge. But there are some familiar faces, EZW, Voodoo, Warriors, Half the Stars, uh, Bruins who didn't play the hot, they had the bye week opening week they'll play tough next lungs, week. Outlaws, tough lungs, outlaws, yeah, Saltog, um, Gokok, there's some Trojans. There's some. They're all teams, teams that are fairly familiar with each other. Yeah. Yes, and I, I look at this piece and I can't. Maybe half the stars might be your prohibitive favorite, but there is. Are a, they though? But that's what I'm saying. Would, I'm not convinced would, by that though. Like, they I, might. I'd imagine so. Um, half the stars is a pretty stacked team. Um, so it's hard to imagine anyone really, really challenging the throne there. Um, there's a lot of talent on teams. It's just they're the best combination of the ability to score and their defense. And um, I, I, it's really we. First of all, Andrew Andrew Langbert did the best GM job 
in seeing the, the guys the guys from the process guys who i remember talking about when they first started in div six and said uh, or i remember it was div six or div and i was like yeah i know these kids i'm telling you these kids are good yeah, Dondre Dondre Bourne. Bourne's a monster and yeah. uh and now then adding that to a core like where he's got you know kevin smooth on the team jared rockman um it, it's he's bringing in low division talent with low cap hit to keep himself be, be, being able to throw in a division he's comfortable in. And um, he's probably one of the better throwers in this division combined with one of the best talent pools. I, I, no, just, I don't disagree at all. I, I think that is a very good team. I just don't know if there's like a drop-off. Like a, or if there's a it's just like range. other teams have questions, right? So EZW's defense... Is has always been the concern. Well, it's always right? been wonky, though. You don't know which EZW you're going to get. The, the, yeah. the world beaters are the team that loses when they're up by three scores to five minutes to go, and they lose by two scores. Tough lungs, you know. Uh, I would say if someone could shut down Justin Lerner, but it's more if Justin Lerner uh, just has balls that are overthrown in his direction because you can't shut down Justin Lerner. But they're a one man show at times. But they are. They're, they often are. Uh, Los Bandidos similar. Vincent Benjamin, right? Like, yeah. he, if he's on, forget it. But you know, I, honestly, in terms of a collection of talent. I would say they need a definite upgrade at snapper, but outlaws, um, they like just Stephen Harper Sod's methodical uh, playing style. He he is the guy at the poker table that you you need to get up. You need to get him with a short stack, right? If he's got a tall stack, you're never catching up. So here's a, a question for you guys. Tier yeah. one, I guess it's not as applicable, but definitely tier two and even more so tier three. The change for the uh, five-yard line being your starting point is going to be huge it, for these teams. It hugely had more an space. impact for me throwing in the first week. There are just plays that I'm used to calling in the red zone that don't work now because you can't get any closer. Oh, no question. You know. No question about that. But. Oh, okay, I don't we know can hear you. Though, we so can hear you. So we just text it. Out. Yeah, tell Megan we'll see her afterwards. <laughs> um, a team that I'm looking forward to watching, who I saw yesterday, Texas Shorthorns. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, Sakara, the quarterback, John Buse, the receiver. They've been, they've been now in the, in the league, I believe, three seasons, going back to last year, and they had a rough go at it last spring, mm -hmm. and they stuck with it. I think they take that next step in their development, where maybe not this year, but if they come back for the winter, I think that's when they will be really a, a good team. They are fun to watch. They run and gun peas, and they're not afraid. They have that bravado that you want in a quarterback like Sakara who can who can well, rip it. Sakara, I mean, you're talking about like they, they struggle, but Sakara's touchdown interception ratio in FPF so far is 78 to nine in two seasons. Yeah, like it's it's, it's crazy that. And I remember speaking to these guys at first when they first came in the in the, in the league. When and you and I, I instantly recognized Colin Sakara. Well, I, I know this is Carol's name because of the football yeah. family, right? But I told him, I said, guys, you, you have the talent. Is this a question of you developing yeah. that experience? It's learning FPF. Learning. On the fly. And I will say, by the way, playing outdoors, if you're not, if you're not a, a, a team that's played outdoors, has played in other leagues, if you're, if you're strictly like an FPF team, playing outdoors is going to throw you a little bit. It's fun. It's weird though, man. I, I the, agree. Just the just the spacing feels different. Um, it's harder to know where the lines are. Um, I found I had a lot of, a lot of hard time knowing where the first down marker was last night, just because now you're used to having it in, in the, the middle. middle of the field, right? Yeah. It's just it's a whole different experience completely. Plus, you're fighting the elements, wind, and so on and so forth. You mean when you play tackle football, they draw that little yellow line on the ground, so you yeah, know right? where it is. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, see, NFL poll. players are lucky because they have that yellow line drawn on every play. I put on the poll. Can we put the yellow line for outdoor games? Sorry, next Yeah, time. Rob, spring for the yellow line. Please, thank you. Um, like, in terms of the 
Outlaws. Uh, I know uh, our boy Kevin Kusai was not very happy uh, thinking that we, we snubbed them. Uh, the baker. Oh, okay. Yes. Net Gator Dana. I know him Net only. I know him only as a fine baker, uh, a master baker, so to speak. I do. What about Pepperoni Boys? They they they're they, interesting. They are a wild card team. Yeah. I think they have some loaded talent on their. Like they're a team where you asking sort of you know can anyone surprise us in being sort of uh, one of those teams who's not expected to be the top dog and 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 turns out to be they're, they're definitely built that kind of way. But Joe Cano is similar to. Um, to Stephen Harper son, for different reasons. They're very different styles of quarterback, but Joe Cano is not great at coming from behind, but he's devastating with a lead. So, he, yeah, he's got that deep ball throw to Nicky Pappage. Absolutely, but when he's down, he forces the deep ball, right? And again, I keep looking at Tim Horner's rating and saying, I don't understand how this guy's rating doesn't move. Like, the guy's an absolute stud. He, he's very good, and they they have guys that can stretch the field mm-hmm. uh, if they're called upon. And they play good defense. Like no one Just smart them, defense. Yeah, I mean, th- again, same thing. We go back to that previous term, that the rapport that we've seen in Tier 1. These guys, I think three or four of them have been playing together in FPF for a good four or five years together. So these guys have that rapport. So they, they know where they have to cut off a, a route, uh, a route, I beg your pardon, or playing defense. Route? I mean, yeah. A route? A route, yeah. Like of the canal variety? Yeah, exactly. Can I, can I just 66. mention the fact that uh, Joe Cano actually looks a lot like Kano? <laughs> you know what? In the FPF recasting, we need to do a table read of Mortal, of Mortal Kombat and get Joe Cano to read the parts. I left, Absolutely. I, I'm not going to say who told me this, but apparently uh, someone in the Cano family was not very f- happy with how we called him Kano. Well, okay. Joe Kano it is then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, Miss Kano. <laughs> I'm hoping it's Miss Kano. Wink. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, the Grocock, they, they forfeited their game at halftime against mm-hmm. the Warriors. Due to an injury. Due to an injury. They were five guys after the injury. I Look, I can't... I want to give the Warriors the benefit of the doubt, but I want to see them play a full game, and I think they know that, right? I mean, because of the forfeit, they won by 38-8, to eight, whatever the final score was. Warrior, you know what you're getting with Warriors. They, they are a smart, methodical team. They have great, you know, a lot of great guys who have great hands, great possession receivers. Yeah. They don't have a ton of speed. It's always been uh, their downfall, especially as they moved up in divisions. But Mike Solomene and Stefano Solomene is a deadly combination. Um, so, look, you if know what you're fo- getting? If they're focused. If they're focused. If they're focused. Correct. Yeah. Um, if they're not complaining. If, but to be fair, look, I will say this. I, and far be it for me to defend the Warriors. But I will say in recent seasons, since the last explosion and, and, and issues with the referees, they've not complained after every play like they used to. No. And I, I remember asking them once, do you, do you want a flag after every play? Like, you know how boring that game would be if the, if the referees would call a penalty on every play? The game would be done by in an hour and a half as opposed to 55 plus 5. I have a question about a team. Yes. Unknown talent. I know uh, now that Joe Luciano is actually the quarterback for the season. Um uh, Alex Barazzoni is giving a, giving a shot playing in Tier One with uh, with uh, the con team, the conspirience, the controversy. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Joe Luciano's taking over. He's inexperienced as an FPF quarterback. He's got a cannon. He just it's going to take him a second to become an FPF play caller. Kind of similar to the first time we saw Alex Barazzoni, and then he got instantly good out of nowhere. Right? Like it took him right a half a season to a full season to really. Uh, 
get his mind to play in FPF. Um, you know, when you walk into unknown talent, they're anything but at this point because we know guys like Nick Rapini, we know uh, Raph Morelli, Morelli, Sebastian Gomes. Like these are guys who are immensely talented. So you're walking onto a team where there's an insane amount of talent to begin with. So uh, Joe go- is going to have the guys around him to succeed. It's just a question of how quickly will he develop. And if you recall, I believe winter season, they had that stud quarterback from uh, CVM. Yeah, he's not playing because of his uh, tackle commitments. If there's a tackle season, yeah, but we'll find out next week. For now, that's for where now. he's at. And, and look, I what was his name? Can you get it? Rakeem, Rakeem Charles. Rakeem Charles. Yeah, yeah. Dude was a legit stud. He is really good. And look, you can't compare Joe Luciano to Rakeem Charles. But if he can be 65% of what Charles was for that team, it will still keep them above uh, above water in terms of where they want to be. And you're right, though. They do have a lot of players that have the experience, that do have the ability to change a game. Gropini being one of those kids who can play both ways. Uh, Raph Morelli, he's sort of the heartbeat of that team. And they could definitely make some noise this year. But the question is, though, is that, again, it's a young team, though. And you're playing in, in a division like Tier 2 P's and Eagle where – there's some really good teams mm-hmm. above and below you right now. And if I, I feel like if you lose a game, it really sets you back even further in the whole escapades of teams trying to get up to that top tier of where they want to be. I think what you have to look at it as, though, is you know winter is considered our pi- pinnacle season where everyone wants to be the champ. Spring, it, the competition is still good, but it's different, right? Because you I have the see, people on vacation. I, I would say, especially in the lower, like lower and middle divisions, summer is a tougher season because – you don't have sort of those misplaced teams yeah. just trying to figure out FPF. It's it's the returning FPF teams usually, it's, it's but it, especially it's too as well. Especially players. the top at the top divisions, you you're looking at winter absolutely being the more competitive yeah. division. For and sure. then fall, of course, being the one where it's a little bit more goofy. It's more experimentation. It's trying things out. Even from like our rules, like we change things for fun and new format, etc. So if there's a season um, that they bring in Luciano to try and run this, this the team, one. this is the yeah. one. And I think as long as everyone understands that the expectation shouldn't be we're going to win every game and decisively and this is more of a learning process and, you know, we'll make mistakes and it's okay and that type of stuff, then at that point, does it really matter how your season goes? As long as everyone's enjoying it you're gonna potentially make well obviously everyone's gonna make playoffs maybe you get an upset win in that round and you get yourself to a bowl final who knows uh by the way uh, of the eight games that we had for tier two this past week four games decided by seven points or less so we might see and a blowout on top of that uh, there was a blow yes but i'm just nobody mean like the forfeit blowout yes exactly so mm-hmm. that one yeah doesn't really count. so technically speaking out of the seven games four out of the seven were by seven points or less which is good enough. It's very good. Uh, one team, PZ, that no one's going to talk about that might surprise and really rankle the feathers of some in this division. I mean, outlaws. part of my swag lost the first game, and we know Brad Evans' ability, uh, right? So I, I just feel like that's not a sexy pick. And also, part of my swag has not done well in the postseason in the past. But um, that's on who, though? Brad Evans, or is that on the team not being ready for that moment. I think that if I were to find one issue with Brad Evans and it's not just him there's a lot of quarterbacks who suffer from this is that he doesn't always adjust and in the playoffs you're facing better defenses and those defenses are adjusting to your play calling right so um I think he's learned a lot so he may uh that may change this time around 
Um, I'm going with Los Bandidos. Besides having the usual crew of like uh, Luac Savoie Seguin and Vincent Benjamin on the team, etc., um, they've brought Jeremy Gauthier as their quarterback, who will catch a lot of people off guard with his running ability, and especially with the new flag belts. My God, is that going to be hard to tackle? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they've always had a running quarterback anyway. Um, yeah, but so they have uh, just perspective. They have part of my swag warriors and unknown talent on their schedule. You're getting two wins easily on that. You could be two, and yeah, you can have minimum two, if not three, by the time you're done with the first. Four what about uh, what about Bruins? To be honest, uh, just seeing Zach Zwern in, in tier two, um, you know, Gab Wiseman improves every season as a quarterback. Nelson, uh, Rob White, yeah. Here, here's it's here. it's like a it's a well nothing's really sexy about it, but it's a well-rounded team. They are. Except for you, Gab. You're sexy. But my concern about this team is is trying to keep up with the high-scoring teams. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know the schedule. They have Trojans coming up uh, uh, next Wednesday. That's their first game. And then afterwards, they got... Doubleheader, uh, actually. So they got two games. So you got Hot Sauce Sports as well. And then Half the Stars and Mangoose to finish off their opening four. They can probably go... Uh, I can see a 3-1 and one here. I'm just happy they'll be tired. I, I think they'll go... <laughs> yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. Um, you want me to test them? Hmm? You want me to test them for the second game? Oh, guys, you have a low temperature, can't play. That's true. Sorry, forfeit. Sorry, can't play. Forfeit. I I can see hmm. them going for sure, minimum two and two. Um, but that half star game will be the measuring tape for them, like the measure stick. Where do they stack yeah, if up? They with get blown them? out. We know where they're at. Yeah, if they get blown out, then with their middle to lower pack team in that division. So, yeah, we'll find out. Uh, tier three. They face they face teams across the board that are faster than they are. Like they're not a particularly speedy team in Bruins. But they don't need to be. They unless don't you're need throwing post down the middle of the field. No, but but the problem is Sorry? With Gab Wiseman. Unless you're throwing post down the middle of the field. Yeah. The problem is quickly with Gab Wiseman is that if he can't get points early on in games, it is is a tough, tough mountain for him to climb up and try and get those points in the second half. He needs that lead. That's that's his key. He needs that lead by two scores to really be at ease. All right, so tier three, a lot of teams for tier three. And there Same are some number as tier two, just FYI, 18. Yes, I know. Uh, breakdown of how this plays out for tier two for teams moving Same up idea. In. Four games, round one, reseeding. Four games, round two, in two tiers, and then bowls. So, please, I ask you, is there a huge favorite in this division, or is there more parity in your mind with all so, these teams? So, tier three is always interesting because there's going to be teams we don't know, right? The teams we're not f as familiar with. These uh, teams, most of them are kind of familiar, though. Most, most. are. Most oh, are. Martin, Lockdown, Raymakers, um, but Knights. Oh, shit, that sound. The Triple P is a bunch of existing guys already. It's uh, Andel Thomas Gordon, Chris Calantonio. Uh, hold on, there's a few others. I'm going to grab it. But yeah, it's it's a known team. They just changed their name. It's the rot it's the rotating cast with a different quarterback that fits the lowest division. Basically, right? That's what they do. It's Kevin Donnay, Steven Spagnolo. Yeah. Essentially, it's the Dream Chasers. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or Dream Chasers Light. In any case, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, honestly, I like them a lot um, in general. Um, Honey Martin as well. I'm I'm a fan. Well, I really that was really tough for you to say. Huh? Yeah, well, because they've proven me wrong, so you know that's great. Uh, Ivan McNeito's gonna be really happy about that one. Sorry, I Ivan McNeito. Sorry, Ignacio <laughs> McNeito. Iggy right. Magnets. Uh, yeah. Idea. Well, honestly, I've I've been impressed with uh, Mark Be uh, Bellini as he's improved. Um, there's another team I'm gonna have trouble saying here, and I think you actually have them on the script. So um, lockdown having. 
What's his name now? Buccaneer. Buccaneer. Do we really have to change his name? No. Is his allegiance that thin? Buccaneer, formerly known as Pat Riot. Is his allegiance as thin oh as his hairline? Oh my god, I didn't realize that's what he's played <laughs> off of. Yeah. What a chooch. Yeah, 100%. Oh my god, what a chooch. So guy. I was excited for a moment when I thought, hey, for a second, myself and Buccaneer oh my. might be the, you know, in the top echelon of quarterbacks in division for a change. How did Instead I of constantly being that, pushed though? upward, somehow... Somehow, Lockdown was able to stay in this division, and Hot Sauce Sports got bumped up a division. Okay, what is your quarterback that. rating? You're 73? Yeah. I think That's why. <laughs> How the hell did I not pick up on Pat Ryan and Buccaneer? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, well, they had a convincing win, uh, Lockdown. Not- it's just, at this point, I, like in those divisions, it's the best quarterback wins usually, right? Yeah. And I, I, it's, hard, like, it's between those two. It's between... Uh, Mark Bellini and Buck Anier. <laughs> Buck Anier. I, I am going to say, considering I'm on this roster, uh, that replacements look extremely rusty. Like, we were supposed to have a preseason practice with them, and they canceled on us, and it shows, really. Like, their defense was non-existent, and uh, Frank Tioli, I can never pronounce his last name. Colatrella. Colatrella. Could it wasn't reading a field. He just he, the speed but of the game. But, he wasn't ready. But the, the, the issue with well. Frank is always that he he, he doesn't, read, doesn't read the field. Read the and field. okay, I won't. So he does something that's very easy to predict on defense. And if you do that thing, five picks, you're gonna get interceptions thrown into your chest. And like it's just you need to make that next step, man. It's it's hard throwing an FPS hard. You're preaching to the choir, man. I I get it. It's tough. It's, not easy. it's tough against experienced defenses as well. Um, but you can't just wing it. You can't make your reads in the huddle, and that's what he does. That's what he does. Yeah, it, it's tough, and you're you're bang on that. That next step has not been met yet by him. Mean Girls, very team that improved drastically in the last half of the season before the season got canceled. Um, they add Angelo Morlato, the uh, Receivers of the Mediterranean. Um, <laughs> laugh, uh, about that. They have a lot of talented guys that aren't as well known in the league circles. They're always asking about adding. I forget who it was. They asked me to add a guy last season. Like, can we lower this guy's cap? And it's not. But let's say it was like Robbie Robinson. And I was like, no, <laughs> we know who he is, man. Like, it was like a borderline Division One guy. We're like, no, you can't lower his so, cap. Question for you guys. If Kevin White played with Mean Girls... Like, would they be really bleeped up with their roster and trying to keep their roster intact? Or are we looking at they can fit Kevin Wyeth? What's, um, the, what's the cap hit for? Well, the quarterback rating would be an issue. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's more like if they add Pat Jerome, let's say, right? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, said, look, I, I saw them play. Uh, they still have that same determination, the fire in their belly. Uh, a lot of passion on the field. Mm-hmm. A lot of passion on the field. And, in fact, I had to tell the guys, do you mind putting your water bottle on? Oh, bro, we're, we're locked in here, bro. I'm like, okay, cool, man. I know. They're mean keep, girls, though. I know, but I'm trying to keep this sidelines clean here, look, boys. You just, you just got to hum some Vanessa Carlton, and you'll be good. Anytime they give you shit, just be like, oh, that's Oh, that was fetch. white chicks. I, I, I confused the movie. God damn it. That's a, Guys, you got to put your water bottles away. Yo, man, we're here. Okay, that's still fetch. <laughs> uh, their schedule, please, uh, Eagle, for this Yes, season. Mean Girls will have uh, Trap Stars, Toon Squad, and Lion Hearts. Oof. Oof. Uh, that Lion Heart game is going to be the very emotional game, I think. Yeah, I think it's not the hardest schedule for them. No, they, they can go, at best, I think they can go three, uh, three and one. I think that's their ceiling right now. 
This is also not the same Trap Stars as... Uh, it, it is the most recent Trap Stars. It's not the Trap Stars we remember as the the worst team in FBF history. Oh, God, man. Oh, they were bad. They weren't even that bad, but they were, they were pretty bad. They, they were not the worst they team. They were historically bad. They were the losingest team in FBF. They were, they were actually decently talented. They always kind of played in Division 2 high for them, though. What about Ball and 60s? Ball and 60s are going to struggle, I think. I, I'm surprised. Like, they, they, they looked apart, man. Yeah. They it's looked apart. But they FBF and experience. FPF and experience. Um, they're, they're talented. I, I just think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle. And we saw it this game. Yeah, Defensively, they're, they're just going to allow too many points. They got Goon Squad, Speakeasy, and uh, Triple S. Yeah, that's not going to be easy. No. no. Especially the last two games. No. But uh, like a team like Bada Bing, uh, I saw them play very quickly uh, on Monday, I think it was. Uh, I saw a whole, I've seen every team so far this year. I, you know, they lost to Triple P 14 to 8. Uh, their roster is a little bit big for my liking. I don't know how they're going to fare when it plays. Does that intimidate you, a big roster? So these guys, if yes. I'm not mistaken, are FPF junior players that got yeah. moved up, right? Yes. That's so correct. they have some experience, just not at the adult yeah. level. I'm trying to remember. And like the physicality is going to be it's going to be different from FPF junior. FPF junior to FPF is not the same game entirely. Who was their first game, Eagle? Yeah, uh, their first game was against Triple, Triple P. P. Right. Um, let's try to remember the team that I saw yesterday that I think moved up from junior to uh, to tier three that played at uh, College Notre Dame yesterday at 7.15. Uh, I will check. Yeah, because they caught my at eye. 7.15? Yeah, uh, I beg your pardon for not knowing their name. Les Neijoanais? Is that the one? No. That's 7.15. It's Toon Squad, Les Neijoanais, or Les Semicroquins, or Kiss My End Zone. Those are your 7.15 games. No, it was uh, Toon Squad, I think it was. Okay, I'm going to check for you. I didn't think Toon, Toon Squad. Squad was a, a junior team. This is Toon Squad. Are oh, they yeah. not? That looks about right, too. I'll yeah, they are actually. Because they, they look like they're... Yeah, this is the team I watched play yesterday. And maybe it's the fact that no one knows who they are, so familiarity does not really breed anything for them, for, for their opponents, I, I beg your pardon. But they got some guys who, if they stick with this whole process, mm -hmm. maybe not in a year. But maybe in two, three years, could be a team to watch out for as being a, a top dog in six, and eventually moving up to five, being five A. They they made some throws yesterday, peas. Whereas, like, holy bleep, like these guys are making throws that I'm not saying like tier one, but that you will never see from a tier three team, especially a newbie team that can understand the game's angles and execute it to perfection in the red zone. Yeah, um, that's Garner Ross, quarterback. Um, Again, it's not someone I know a ton about, right? So he was successful in this game. I've actually seen him throw. I've seen him throw in FPF Jr. Um, he's good, to be honest. And like uh, in FPF Jr., you know, in three seasons, 78 touchdowns, 30, 31 interceptions. You know, it's basically a three-to-one ratio, which is, the I feel like, the bare minimum for success in FPF. Right. Right? right, so like you need a defense it, if you're doing three one. Exactly, four one is better. So if, if the team is good defensively, they'll be okay. They'll be competitive in every game. Yeah, and and um, especially in tier three where there's less scoring, that can be effective. I think they can go three and one. They do. I think they beat zone six ballers, so that's two wins right there. And perhaps the luck of the draw when it comes to uh, Bada Bing or Mean Girls, they can take one of two from those and be three and one going to the next phase of the of the Fall Cup. I just hope Zone Six Ballers show up to every game. 
They have a bad yeah. history. No, they, they they have a bad habit of. Uh, that was that was last year for like a season. Winter but was they're, better. They're, but they're an yeah, absentee that's team though. But that's the problem though, right? The, the, it kind of carries with them for a while. But I, I agree with you. And I hope. Look, I know they got walloped. Uh, was it by you guys this week? Lockdown? No, no we're, we killed replacement. Oh, replacement. It was uh, Honey Martin. Honey Martin. Yeah, and uh, I know speaking to IBM about it. He said, "Look, they weren't really that, you know, of a threat against our team." Well, Jesse D- D- Valvenard. Uh, he's a guy I always want to succeed. He's a nice guy. He's a great athlete. Good kids. He's just not a natural quarterback, right? So when you're not a natural quarterback, you need to develop as a play caller and you need to develop uh, in reading the field. You can't just rely on the strength of your arm. Um, and that's going to come with time. And hopefully yeah, it happens, hopefully happens this week against lockdown. Jesus, how did you guys fit in this division? Four for 17, 80 yards. I got some passionate questions for you, Eagle, about your lockdown I team. I didn't do anything. I know, I'm joking. I, one team that really intrigues you, PZ, like for this opening four games. Well, again, I, I, Mean Girls is, is the one. Uh, yeah. Mean Girls to me is is the one that um, no I've been in talks with Stephen Lombardi since I played him last season. They're a team that learned quickly, and that's always impressive. Um. That's the one. Everything else is pretty much stock. Uh, Bud Knights is the team that's going to live to disappoint us. Best defense. Um, that's what Dajan would say. Yeah. Best defense in the history of FPF. I'm curious to see how Lionheart are going to do with Carmelo Di Giovanni taking over as QB. He went 5 for 19, 59 yards, 1 uh, TD, 3 interceptions this last but game. They, the problem oh. with changing quarterbacks constantly is that nobody gets the reps yeah. to improve. And just choose a guy, guys. Just choose a guy. Well, the problem is with these guys. Emilio Greco wasn't there that game, admittedly. Okay, so, that so it might, might be, it might be... For it. right. But the problem with these guys is that they they take that step, that like like that monumental step in their ascension, and they just go landsliding back down to ground zero, and they're back to square one about what they want to do with their team. Like they've had moments, they've had some sparks, but. It's not been like a consistent force fire where you say, "My God, this is a team to watch out for." They've been there, but they have not been as great as they should be at this point in their development. Of, of Agreed. Their team. Um, in terms of hold on here, we got my questions up here. Eagles and Peasy, uh, lockdown quickly here, Peas. And I know you will keep your mouth shut here, Eagle, because it's your team. Or will I? Are they uh, with the schedule first? Uh, are they smoke and mirrors? Not in this division. Not in this division. Both of their quarterbacks are probably too good to be throwing to be throwing into in tier three, given the rest of the talent in the division. Um, honestly, it's a team that's got like they had. They have depth. They have two snappers. They have multiple guys they can rush. They have two quarterbacks. Uh, they're set up for success. Uh, it's almost like the GM of this team designed it for contingency. Yes, absolutely. Perhaps. I, no, it's a well. It's, a, it's, it's the thing of- is, <laughs> their teams. They're a team with obvious limitations defensively. They play to their strengths. Eagle, you and I know you you know when we play against you, you hate it because I know those weaknesses and it shows every time. And it's not it's not because of a talent discrepancy because the team is talented. It's legitimately if the quarterback knows how to beat lockdown, lockdown's going to struggle. Right? Is that fair to say? Yep. Um and because because essentially it's the plan to fix this year. That's but that's it. And 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 uh, Buck Anier is uh, is a quarterback who is is the kind of guy that we've talked about. Eagle a three to one guy is a guy who needs defense to help him win some games. Um, he's not going to score five six touchdowns each week. This this roster is possible. This roster in this tier is possible okay, for sure. So percentage, w- but I think when you're facing Honey Martin, 
It'll be a different game. That's going to be tough. Yep. That's like, hey, Mark Bellini is going to carve you up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Just hope, hope, for, hope for him to have a high temperature that game. Proof. But... Not for nothing to be wrong with him. He just has a hangover from the previous night. Yeah, and I block from playing. Uh, percentage of them going 4-0 PZ. This is a number. Who are they playing? Uh, Zone 6 Ballers, Lionhearts, Triple P. They're going 4-0. Okay. Well, that's Triple P, be. the only challenge. Uh, co-ed. Co-ed. We got the co-ed division. I, I did see some games yesterday. We had Alexi Dubois actually ask, hey, when are we going to cover co-ed? Uh, next said, week. Wait a little bit. So. Yeah, no, we, no. I know, Shut I up, jerk. I wanted to uh, make uh, Alexi Dubois a little nervous with that. Okay, so Kiss My End Zone. They played two yesterday. They're 2-0. Um, How do you I, feel about the doubleheaders in general, though? Like, I get conceptually. It. I, I get it. Uh, like, I know the, the because of the odd number of teams, you're going to have this situation pop up. But in theory as the car noise goes off in the street, it kind of it kind of minimizes a team coming back in a row, right? Like you play two, get out of the way, get a bye week. So that's one less team to worry about, right, for, for the purpose of what we're in right now with COVID-19. But this team, Kiss My End Zone, Jalen Greaves, Jamil Springer, Alexi Dubois. Like, I'm curious if Vlad Jamil Pierre. Sp- Vlad, yeah. I'm curious if Jamil Springer knows Alexi Dubois' first name. Maybe not. I don't think he does. Eagle? No. What do you think, what do you think he calls him? Hey, you. <laughs> Yo, guy. As, as Don Shepard would say, right? With the- well, I will say when Jamil Springer was on Darksiders, he probably didn't know my brother's name. He just kept saying, what's wrong with your brother, man? <laughs> That's all it was. That's all it was. Okay, but, but this is a good team. This yeah. This is I, a very good team. The, the issue is going to be, in the core division, the strength of the female players is really where we see success, right? Because at some point, if you only target your male receivers, you're playing at a disadvantage, right? That's right. It's so we see yeah. Joshua Vasquez completing passes to only his male receivers in this game. That's eventually going to be a problem. Uh, well, Erica Dubois, Dubois did get uh, four receptions, yeah, though, two and two TDs. Yeah. Sorry? Erica, du- Erica Dubois, the better Because they played two games, right? So well, I'm sorry, sorry. I was looking specifically at the, uh, the, the tighter game against Semi Carcan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome name. I like the name. Sorry, I like the team name. Um, <laughs> but again, against against some of the tougher competition, I think that's going to be an issue. Um, it, it, you know, we we saw them in a game where they were able to run up the score a little bit. We saw Erica Dubois, like you said, the more talented Dubois, uh, get involved uh, in the game. Um, but in a game where it was tighter, it seemed as though Joshua Vasquez didn't trust his female receivers. And that, that might be something he'll have to correct. It, all, it is also week one, right? So, so week one, you want to go through the things that are more comfortable. And back-to-back back games, too. Back-to-back I mean, games. And they have a bye week coming up. But is there a reason why they're playing less sect twice, Eagle? Is there? Uh, that's a great question, actually. I don't know. Because it's five teams, I beg you not. I beg your pardon, right? Like, it's five teams in, in uh, co-ed. Yeah, actually, that's, uh, that's a weird one. I don't know. We'll have to correct that next time. But, okay, but Jalen Greaves is on pace for – almost 400 yards and 10 touchdowns through four games. Yeah. And uh, it, it's all dependent on if Concordia will have their season or not. So he may not be available for them after August 24th. Who knows? But I don't know if there's a team. Maybe maybe there is one out there. Fighting Tigers led by the Galinas, the Fighting Seth Galinas. He has a pretty good you know roster. That, you know what that means in Italian, right? What? It means a fighting chicken. Galina's a chicken. Oh, the Fighting Galinas. So the chickens are, are a pretty good team. 
You got technically hen. Hen, yeah. So the fighting hens. Uh, you got Galena. It's a cock, basically. Fighting cock. Uh, you got Jordan Chin, <laughs> former Concordia player, Jamie Odrea, Dylan Taylor. There's some good ballers on this team, man. They might give Kiss My End Zone probably. Well, that's best see, like that's what I was talking about. A team like this, where you're gonna have the talent to to match up with the top end talent, then Joshua Vasquez is gonna need. But there, there's similar teams in there, like Seth Galena and Josh Vasquez are far from perfect quarterbacks, right? The who guys who make more? mistakes. Who what? Do you, who do you trust more? I trust the play calling of Seth Galena with this talent. But do you trust the pool. execution of the play calling? From the funny hand. A good distribution, by the way, of the, the ball. on Well, it's easy when you have that roster. Yeah, but but, but it, when you look at the numbers, okay, there isn't a guy that's ever-present being the dominant force. You, you know, don't need it, that, it, But it's a dink and dunk offense. Look at the yards per reception over but here. But that's, that's Seth Galina knowing his strengths, uh, strengths and weaknesses, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, and, and he's he has got, Dylan Taylor in the huddle to help him out, too, which is going to be awesome. Absolutely. And look, he's, Ole Danjou and Chevier got involved in the game. But, you know, D- Dylan Taylor and uh, Jamie Ager, the guys who are going to make plays on this team, and they did. You know, they absolutely did. Daniel Mercer also. I dare us. Sorry? Daniel Mercer also got the uh, same number of receptions, one less yard than Jamie, and the same number of yeah, GDs. So. that's true. Uh, Gio DeFazio's best lineup. I mean, he played, I believe, was 13 players on Monday. Did they all play, however? There's only 11 yeah. 11, a big part. 11 players. Only 11. 11 of the 13. So over under 40 and a half players he'll play. Does everyone get on the field? Like, he can play two teams. Like, if Gio's really w- so, like, adamant about winning a co ed. Oh, title, that's not what it's about. What? It's to, it's to point his middle finger at the FPF uh, I mean, shield and say, bleep you, we're trying to uh, uh, circumvent the system? Is that what it is? No. Not it's just that. If you if you have a roster of eleven people and six players are your best two ways, five people are there. It's happened before. Yeah. Oh man. But like over under forty and a half guys you'll play on this roster. I mean it'll it'll be under forty, but it's gonna be closer to forty than ten. It's it's wild <laughs> though, but like I mean like they're a good team and they've won co ed. Yeah. They've won co ed. And and I think it was last spring mm-hmm. they won co ed. It was a great game. A really really good game. But and they dropped their first game. Yeah, and I believe he scouted uh, Kiss My End Zone on, on Wednesday. He was there for two hours. I I just wonder, and this might be a benefit for this team. I know they have a lot of guys, but Ryan Dobbs-Garnett, mm-hmm. Justin Weir, Jonathan Weir, really good players. Uh, Matt Peacock. Matt Peacock. You're preparing to lead yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Matt Hassin, actually. Uh, and Matt Hassin yeah. as well. Excellent. They, Excellent they, they have a really good team, and they might be the team to beat in this division after four games. Yeah. Yeah, look, they're, 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 the top end of the roster is always going to be some of the best players in FPF, right? Competing. There's no... I don't, I don't doubt that, yes, because they play in hard divisions and they have the experience playing in this division. But... A guy like Justin Weir, who I really like, I'm a big fan of him, mm-hmm. and he plays quarterback in, in uh, 5B or 5A, five, five whatever one it was. They, if, if like, I don't think Gino will ever go down. I think Gino, if Gino had two ACL tears, like, he would still play. Like, he'd play know, on crutches, no problem. Like, he'd play on crutches. He'd play in a wheelchair, and he'll circumvent the system saying, well, look, there's nothing saying about wheelchairs here. That's true. But there's no rules specifically about no wheelchairs. There's no rules about wheelchairs, and I'm sure he would think about it now. But, you know, Peacock and Weir are, I think, are the – Difference makers for this team if they're going to have that deep, deep success this year. And again, MRSN, like again, in COVID, given that you need to have female athletes on the field, 
two at a, a time. team a t- two at a time a team that can use them effectively and some of the women that ha- are the most talented Emir Hassan is one of them yeah um that's a huge bonus right that's that's what you need to be successful and that's what we saw when when we, when Yin and Yang won the championship right so right um, uh Sorry, go ahead, peace. So that's it. So, so they're set up for success despite the first early season loss. All right, looking at the other teams, and I believe these are two new entrants as well. Uh, well, La Secte and Le Semi Um Any thoughts on these two teams here in terms of their voyage in the co ed? Look, Semi had, um, they were very competitive against uh, Kiss My End Zone. They also have a large roster. Although I think guys are sort of, a lot of people can't commit to playing. Um, a lot of them are from uh, the Macdo squad. When you see Julien Prou and Victor Nolin, uh, they're a team again that, that got good. JF Delos. Pretty fast. Uh, yeah, but JF Delos is from a different uh, crew of guys. Uh, but you see that, and then you see, you know, uh, Alexis Labonte joining up with this group, and it's a, he's a guy who's played in quite a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a team that I think can be successful. And, and again, we saw it early on in giving one of the front runners a, a tough time uh, in this game. Uh, Laurie Marcotte making three tackles in open space. Um, that's, that was a big part of their defense. Um, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a talented team that I think can compete with the better talent in this, this division. Do they have the absolute, absolute top Top tier athletes to keep up, that remains to be seen. I'm, I'm curious for Les Sect. Uh, I know they played yesterday. They're a new team. Yeah, and I saw a bit of their game. I think it'll take them maybe a couple of games to get used to the FPF way of doing things. But I think they can pull off an upset. And their remaining games that they have left for the opening four here, Eagles, uh, for Les Sect. In terms of their well, they got uh, Fighting Tigers next week. Then they have Yin and Yang, and then they have Kiss My Angel to wrap up the game four. That's uh, that's it's not a, fun. It's a tough, it's a tough yeah. schedule, but I think they'll get one. They'll get one win out of this. A name to look out for um, in their first game: Laurietier, four catches, thirty-one yards. Um, not someone we know a ton of uh, in FPF, but we will soon. We will soon if she's got that role on the offense. If someone's going to help move the chains, um, I think. That can be, um, she, you know, that can be effective. She she's playing the winter season. Um, she only had twelve catches in the entire winter season in six games. So seeing her sort of get, you know, a third of that production in the first game, it shows to me she's played her rookie season. She's good to go. Now we'll see her get more involved in in, in the team. And look, they aren't. You know, particularly sexy stats, except no. that you like people who can help keep your offense moving. Um, I'm a guy who relies on a lot of possession receivers. Complete, you know, will move the ball by completing a lot of passes. Yeah, sure. I think Lasect is going to be that kind of team as well, and, and that's where I think her value is. So they'll matriculate the ball. Absolutely. And, and they may not score 50, but they might score 20, 30. That might be enough for them to win on, on any given week. So tough schedule, though. Four, those three other games are tough, but I think they can pull off a win out of that. Uh, breakdown for the co-ed. Uh, tier system here for... I think it's the same breakdown. Same it's breakdown. Uh, Actually, that's a good question because there's only five teams. I'm going to get back to you because I don't know Next what's week. off my head. Next yeah. week. It is now time for... Game 
Memes of the Week. I love how it gets worse each time. I know. Yeah, it's, it's my fun. favorite thing. Like, it's like, you know, that uh, old war horse that mm-hmm. just can't go any further, right? A dying war horse. Yeah, like literally can't reach the finish line of a Kentucky Derby, you know? Quarter of the length go and they just die out. All right. Uh, Fast You want to do, do all the games? Because there's yeah, yeah, not that go. many of them, well, right? So one, one word answers. One yeah, word I was answer. going to say, don't, let's not do large conversations here. Okay, so answer. tier one, sweat and beers, consequence. Consequence. Uh, consequence. All right. KGP, BYOB. Good game. KGP. Yeah, KGP as well. Yeah. Terror Squad, Urgence Medzik. Give me UM. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Terror Squad. And in the Battle of Colors, green versus black. Braves. Mm, I mean... It, ma- <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it worries me uh, that you led into it that way, given the su- given the summer we had. But let's go with Braves Wall. I'm gonna go with uh, Green. Ooh. Which one's got my head throwing? It's Noir, no? Green. Green? Yeah, you can't choose your pick. All right, yeah. fine. I thought I, I made a mistake, but I'm sticking with it. You know what, Mo? You're going down. <laughs> oh, hey, go Green. <laughs> you have uh, Chevalier as your. Ah, right, that's okay. That's okay. I can I can you do that. Joe Mayer, though. Tier two. JD, man, you're my boy. Uh, Santar, Mangoose. Mangoose. Yeah, Mangoose. EZW, Tough Lungs. Great game. That's a fun game. There's going to be zero defense in that game. Yeah, <laughs> Give me EZW. All right. Legro Cuck, Unknown Talent. Go EZW for me as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> unknown Talent. I'm going to go Gro Cuck. Uh, ooh, different. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, love, I love what I love, Mo. I know you do. Uh, Voodoo Outlaws. That's... Uh, that's oh. gonna be outlaws. The shortest like height of quarterbacks in this game, the and the least amount of hair for quarterbacks. <laughs> outlaws for me, please. Bruins, Trojans. First game for the Bruins. I'm gonna take uh, Bruins. Bruins as well. Yeah. Warriors, half a stars. Oof. That's a good game. Actually. That's a good game. Oof. Half a stars though. A, good, a true test for the Warriors. I'm going with half stars though. The yeah. speed's gonna be an issue, but yeah. Uh, Hot sauce sports. By the way, sponsored by MTL Mike's MTL Barbecue Rub. Pass that, please. If you want ten percent off. Hot Sauce 10. Me, uh, also, you should watch, like, and subscribe to Hot Sauce Sports. There you go. This has bourbon, actually, in this. Yeah, ghost bourbon. Ghost bourbon. It's delicious, delicious sauce. Uh, uh, hot Sauce Sports versus Bruins. I'm going to go Hot Sauce Sports by 50. Yeah, I'm going Hot Sauce Sports by 35. Nice. That's, that's a great thing. Let's need to Hot Sauce Sports. Uh, pardon my swag versus Los Bandidos. I'm going to go Los Bandidos. I'm going to go PMS. On this That's game. a fun game, too. That's it what, yeah, Man, yeah. it's a good game. Good week of games. Yeah, there is. Tier 2 is fun. There's a lot of cool stuff in Tier yeah. 2. Uh, Texas Shorthorns and Pepperoni oh, Boys. Probably the game of the week for Tier yeah, 2. Yeah, give me Pep Boys. Pep Boys, baby. I'm going to go Pep Boys in this one. And I'm done picking against them. <laughs> tier 3. Bada Bing. Toon Squad. Toon Squad. Toon Squad. Uh, Lionheart. Honey Martin. Honey Martin. Honey Martin. By a lot. Triple P Replacements. Triple P. Yeah, Triple P. This part of the schedule got less exciting. <laughs> yeah, this is like the downfall. Sorry, guys. Listen, you're going to have some tough games in fall. It's a tough season. Lockdown, Zone 6 Ballers. Lockdown. Lene, Joanne, Bud Knights. Bud Knights. Bud Knights because I can't pronounce the other team. Le Speak Easy, Southside Speedsters. Southside Speedsters. Uh, mean Girls, Trap Stars. Trap Stars. Mean Girls. Uh, Rainmakers, Goblin Gang. Derek Kastner, second day as court, second game as quarterback. I'm gonna go with Rainmakers. Yeah, Rainmakers as well. Lefty, Kastner, isn't he? No, he's a righty. Is he? I thought he's lefty. My mistake. <laughs> You're the only one piece. Uh, Goon Squad, Ball and Sixties. Ball and Sixties. I'm gonna go Ball and Sixties in this one. And we got Coed to finalize the schedule. Yin and Yang versus Les Semi Croquants. Yin and Yang. I agree. And we have Fighting Tigers versus La Sect. La Sect. 
Fighting Tigers. Alrighty. That's it for sure, Mo. For sure, I missed you, buddy. Right. I missed you. Yeah, we, it's been a while, man. It's been uh, five months. Well, we did a show like two weeks ago. Hey. Yeah, weeks ago. That's more like a, like a PSA. That was a warm-up, yeah. PSA. Okay, so the, the, again, as we deeper, as we sorry, as, as we, we deeper, deeper, as we deeper, as we deeper through this world, as we deep dive into this season, we'll definitely have guests on throughout the course of the season. And look, I'll be at the fields all the time here. Don't forget the number for the roster input, please. Is what again? You have to give it to me right then. Really? Yes, of course. Uh, it is. Sorry, we're asking you to do your job, Eagle. Yeah, Eagle. Yeah. 833-507-2310. Text your team name, your field that you're on, and your roster's name and numbers. Please. What's the discount code for the... Uh, <laughs> Enter Mike's BBQ for discount Hot for sauce your 10. roster. But don't send it to that number. No, please <laughs> not. Uh, next week is picture week. Yes. We're going to figure out the protocol for pictures with everything going on, and we'll let you know. Uh, email to Captain, Facebook post. Essentially, if you're missing an individual, picture we'll take one and we're going to do team pictures in some particular fashion and just finally guys look we, we had a really good first week i was really happy with the players and how understanding you guys were let's keep it up i know it's tough in this covid world because it can change on a dime literally for all of us so please see me for your temperature before you enter the field on monday tuesday and wednesday stay safe stay healthy make sure you wear belts that you know how to take off uh, match your words please from all of us here at the week extra point live Good night, New York Rangers. Did you see the Carolina Hurricanes Twitter game? Hurricanes. Uh, they're, they're good. I can't talk. What's wrong with you today? <laughs>